I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a fanciful episode of... But That's a Different Story. Headlines. Where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let's get started with our first headline. Parachuting grandparent claims she was rescued by Sasquatch Savior. Yes, Ethel Merman, uh, 83, (laughs) decided to take her first solo skydiving adventure and uh, over the forests of Tacoma. Um, And as she uh, was descending, a gust of wind picked up her parachute and launched her into the woods. That's right. She landed uh, in the forests of the Northwest, completely without any means of contacting anyone. And apparently, she thought that she was a goner until she heard a low rustling sound near her and kind of a weird growl. Yes, she claims that at first she thought it was a grizzly bear, but uh, it ended up being Sasquatch himself, Bigfoot. That's right. Bigfoot came over to her, according to uh, Ethel Merman, and <laughs> and reached out and spoke in a strange language, but they were able to communicate somehow through gestures and even through some touching and feeling. Yes, the 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 Bigfoot um, climbed up the tree and, and detached her from her parachute and brought her s- slowly and sensuously down to safety. That's right. He cradled her, uh, in her words, in his big, brawny, hairy arms that held me so tight I felt like a young girl again. Or young woman, I should say. <laughs> yes. Then she started quoting Cardi B lyrics. <laughs> the Sasquatch, or Bigfoot, then brought her back to his den, uh, which was a sort of cave, and she felt so indebted to him that... Well, she just went along with it. <laughs> yes, she she uh you know the the big she had suffered minor wounds during her descent. Um cut some bra- uh scratches and some fractures and the Bigfoot spent the next 6 months healing her, uh, tending to her every need. And it, during this time, she began to become quite fond of Bigfoot uh, and telling he of her stories of that's right he would uh make these romantic dinners for her mostly uh, dead the fire possums that's right occasional uh berry fruit for dessert (laughs) yes that's right uh and he would try to spoon feed it to her although a spoon was a twig Spoon was a twig. <laughs> Knife was a branch. <laughs> Fork, <laughs> Fork was a stick. <laughs> yes, she took, uh, she introduced him then to all the different utensils. <laughs> she uh, crafted salad forks and lemon zesters. In no time. He was whittling steak knives from, from the trunks of trees. 
his, he found he was most proficient in chopsticks because he didn't have to do much there. <laughs> True. Sticks already in the name. <laughs> True. But over time, yes, she was sort of giving him culture and uh, helping him refine he was his giving ways. her cultures that he had grown in uh, in the the pond by the uh, cave where he dwelled. Uh, you know, different kinds of cultures of fungus. And actually, he made his own rudimentary penicillin there, which uh, helped her uh, fight off any infections. Yes, and she found these this penicillin, this magic concoction, so powerful that she... Her, she said that her muscles started growing bigger and hair sprouted all over. Yes, now, and she actually grew a whole nother foot. In addition to her two feet, she already had. The so foot was got... a... Yes? No, go ahead. Oh, well, the, from what I heard, uh, the foot was underneath her existing foot, so it wasn't too much of a... <laughs> so she's got... One foot stacked on top of the other, so she's kind of leaning to one side. <laughs> That's right. She, I think, is trying to grow out another foot under her other foot. But Bigfoot was very nice in the meantime and crafted her a, a, a special lifted sandal so that she can walk normally. But those, those weren't the only changes that she underwent during her time out in the woods. Yes, you had mentioned the hair. Uh, she also started losing her speech as, as she... Uh, only communicated with Bigfoot through sensuous touches and gurgling. Apparently, they even got married. Yes, in their own ceremony, uh, officiated by a beaver. (laughs) Right on the dam there. It was beautiful. (laughs) Eventually, though, she did want... Uh, her family to meet Bigfoot, so they did have to venture out of the forest. Yes, the yeah Bigfoot. This was a bit, an interesting thing because with her changes and you know lack of communication, now is basically two big feet. Well, I guess five big feet total. Uh, you know, wandering into a Tacoma uh, really caused quite a stir. People couldn't believe their eyes and thought that this was an amazing discovery to see not only one Bigfoot, but two or five. Yeah, they couldn't believe the Bigfoot's eyes either. They're bright green. They're just so beautiful. Made for movies, they said. And a movie we believe is in the works of this charming story, though we're not quite sure how it'll end because their story hasn't ended yet either. Well, I'll have to wait. I'm waiting for their memoirs to come out, and I'm the first on the pre-order list. Not to mention the inside scoop by the beaver. West Wing Wizard Won't Wash Wondrously Wretched Robe. This was a big story coming out of D.C., where the White House wizard was refusing to perform part of his usual ceremonial duties. Yes, just months after his appointment into the cabinet, uh, he's already sparking controversy with refusing to change his clothes ever. as very unhygienic. He does seem to claim that his stinky clothes gives him some sort of magical powers. <laughs> the power of keeping people away from him. <laughs> That's true, and he seems to really relish that and enjoy being a 
figure shrouded in mystery and shrouded in stuff I can't say on the air. Yeah, mostly relish. He's got tons of it on his on his robe. The guy loves hot dogs and just can't keep it in his mouth. It's true. As uh, the wizard, he's been to a lot of Washington Wizards basketball games and just can't get enough of the <laughs> courtside hot dogs. stand there. <laughs> yeah, and he he insists on wiping the players' brows with his robe as they <laughs> as they uh, go uh, back to the locker room from uh, on the not the field, the court, <laughs> the basketball and- field. <laughs> That's right. And after uh, a team scores a basketball touchdown he will definitely wipe the rim with his robe as well sort of collect some of that power (laughs) the power is stored in the rim i guess (laughs) all the power of basketball but yeah so yeah and uh and he keeps chanting one of us one of us and Thinks he's on the wizards because he is a wizard, but he's not. He's a terrible rebounder. But he has uh, fashioned himself a jersey of sorts from more kind of disgusting cloth. Oh, yes. All the the sweat rags that (laughs) the players uh, throw onto the ground after if uh, if he can't get to him first with his robe. (laughs) That's right. And he's even tried to get on the court and play as the uh the shooting guard at times yes and through all and he's terrible and he won't even use his magic that's the thing he could easily just <laughs> wave his wand and ball go in basket but no he just wants to to you know perform like the best of them and he's he says that he's could be the greatest of all time but we just haven't seen it yes we'll have to wait for the uh 10 part documentary about him to come out uh 30 years later 20 years later (laughs) right get the whole retrospective and hopefully they will find out what happens when he does wash his clothes if he does wash his clothes save the last enchant (laughs) crazy crabs crash christian cruise a big day at sea today when a cruise line particularly for uh very devout Christian Christians singles got more than they bargained for. Got a, a message from the Lord when the cruise line crashed after some crabs took over the boat. But how it happened was quite the story. Yeah, it, it, they crashed right onto Crab Beach, uh, you know, off the Cayman Islands, um, home to thousands of lobsters. <laughs> 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 An interestingly named <laughs> beach. Well, at the time when they discovered it, they didn't know the difference between crabs and lobsters. So they named it Crab Beach, thinking that lobsters were actually crabs. But no, they're two different animals. Right. Both crustaceans, but yes, pretty different. Well, now <laughs> and uh, now the the Christian singles have turned them into Christ stations. that's right they have uh they started baptizing them all (laughs) yes dunking them in boiling hot water (laughs) and then in butter (laughs) making the sign of the cross with with a pad of butter on them (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Saying that they're now anointed. <laughs> yes, putting on their priest frocks as bibs. <laughs> <laughs> and they are just going to town. It's like manna from heaven, they said. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, strangely, no one's asked to be rescued yet. <laughs> no, they seem to be enjoying their time uh, converting these crabs to the path of Christ. I know the Red Lobster is trying to get a, a promotional deal going on with them to promote their lobster fest, but they're not having it. They say that uh, they're, they're really denouncing capitalism and just living off of the land like right. Jesus would. <laughs> Yes, and like Jesus, they are trying to uh, multiply these crabs like he did with fish and bread. Yeah, yeah, and, and they mm-hmm. they even went so far, they found a lobster church temple, and they were selling things, the lobsters were selling things outside of it, and these Christian singles trashed the whole stand that they were selling things out of. It was a dangerous affair. They went in flipping tables and everything, but the crabs uh, tried to fight back. Yes, with their pinchers. <laughs> the only weapons that they have. But the Christians eventually got the upper hand, and they did start nailing some of these crabs to some very nice butcher boards. <laughs> yes, the uh, shipment of butcher boards also got marooned on the, on the island. A very specific kind of shipment. <laughs> yes. A whole tanker truck full. it turned out to be a a bit of a feast and some were calling it the first supper (laughs) of this new life that these christian singles have started for themselves on crab beach yes and they've they've uh decided you know they're starting their 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 own society here with their own rules and uh would like to not have any interference from the outside world so we think we'll let them be uh, although it seems that they would like some occasional shipments of butter and perhaps some old bases. Pandemonium at the Necco Wafers New Year's Extravaganza. No one would have thought it, but uh, the Necco Wafer uh, Company every New Year's throws a huge party, and uh, it's always the most insane party of the year. That's right. Forget holiday parties. This one is the party to beat them all, as employees just really let loose and go kind of crazy in the factory. Yes, they convert all the machines into stripping poles. And HR totally sanctions this. In fact, they encourage people to strip and peel off their clothes the way you might. It's, It's literally two pieces of fabric away from an orgy. In fact, they take the Necco wafers, crush them down, and snort them up like cocaine. (laughs) I was just about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we've got, you know, people snorting these Necco wafers off of each other. And, you know, it got so intense, the cops got called uh, to, to tamper things down. And then they got involved. They started partying with them. They did, and some people think it might be ingredients from the NECA wafers that are causing such mayhem. Usually they're touted as the most flavorless, bland candy. 
but I think something happened. Wires got crossed uh, with the ingredients, and, and something's turning it into basically a crazy upper and aphrodisiac. It's like clams and cocaine all in, to get all in one. I guess oysters. What's the difference? <laughs> That's right. And they did have uh, an oyster bar at the party, which got people pretty excited and randy. <laughs> there was also a live music, a DJ set that got the crowd bumping. It turned into uh, quite the rave. Yeah, it's you know, this happens pretty much every year and many people think that this was what the rave from the Matrix uh 2 or 3 uh was based off of. That's right. Uh in fact there was uh they drenched themselves in red goo as part of it and emerged from these bubbles <laughs> completely hairless and naked <laughs> as part of this rave yeah they have these giant these tubes that run down their throat <laughs> claim it's tons of fun i don't know i guess each person has their own thing and in part of the yearly ritual as part of this they do rebel against the machines in the factory and start tearing <laughs> them down. Yes, yeah. It's, you know, it starts with the machines, and then that's how they get all turned into stripper poles. They just get dismantled and then rebuilt as just simple poles. That's right. Uh, and unfortunately, though, with all of the Necco wafer powder that's flying around in the air, it does make the poles a little rough and friction People, People using the powder like... Uh, chalk like gymnasts and they're swinging on these poles and they're reaching these crazy high velocities and slipping off and slamming into each other yes it turns into a rave into a big brawl at the end of it <laughs> with people not quite sure who hit them and why uh, it just people turns flying everywhere off of poles and getting very close to boning each other <laughs> People flying into each other, crotch first. <laughs> All part of just a regular New Year's Eve party for the NECA Wafer Company, and that's not even counting what happens at midnight. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, at midnight it really busts loose and everyone goes home. <laughs> you think they it would home? last a little bit longer, but they have a very strict. Uh, New Year. Once it's the new year, the party's over, and they all have to go back to being bland. It's an unfortunate end, or perhaps a fortunate end, to the party of the year. Uh, but of course, they all look forward to it the next year. Yes, even though they hate their jobs in the meantime. 